There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Welcome everyone to episode 13 of the Weekly Planet. Ooh, unlucky 13. Unlucky for some. Us? Yes. We're getting cancelled. <laughs> can we get cancelled? I guess we can. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> no. My name is James, junior editor and comic book movie. You may know me as Mr. Sunday. Joining me as always is my co-host, Nick Chip Dangercock Mason. Not my real nickname. <laughs> Hello. Hello, James. Nice to be here. Hello, listeners. Wow, what a week it's been. It's a, it, You know what? It's our very special Christmas episode. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we do anything? I do love... See, uh, do you love Christmas? No. I don't love Christmas either, but I do love very special Christmas episodes of things. Like, Ma- the more the more on- incongruous, the better. Like, I like it when it'll be like CSI Miami or something like that. Something where there's, like, horrific murders and awful... But, but there's also the magic of Christmas. Like, you know... <laughs> A dozen sand, you know, mall Santas will be murdered or whatever, and they'll be laid out on slabs or whatever, and they'll have to solve, find the killer or whatever. But at the end of the episode, it all loops around, and one of the characters is like, "But wait a second, if if that Santa was locked up all night in the in the in the jail, who ate the milk and cookies off the shelf?" And then they run to the 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 window or whatever, and you just hear ho 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 and like. <laughs> Sleigh bells jingling, and the, the implication is in this world of horrific murder that Santa is real. I, mean, I enjoy that. So anyway, hopefully, so Merry we'll, Christmas. We'll have some Christmas magic yeah. in this. I think. Look, I, do, I don't hate Christmas. To be fair, I, I don't like a lot of the build-up, and uh-huh. that thing you just said there is amazing. It is, isn't it? But yeah, who wants to hang out with people? Ugh, <laughs> gross. I'd rather be in this weird, completely empty room, <laughs> nothing on the walls, no, no natural light. It's no, great. Why Stay in here. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh, lot of stories this week, comic book and movie related. New trailers, shenanigans afoot. Uh huh. You, uh, Shia LaBeouf, we're going to talk about that, right? Absolutely, we do. What? What a silly Billy. <laughs> what a bit of a goose, mate. So it started basically, he made this short film, uh-huh. which I cannot remember the name of. Doesn't matter. Which I have not seen because no. it got taken down. It did, it was up and then it became password protected and then it disappeared. Yeah. So. And he played at a few film festivals last year, and it played super well. Uh-huh. People were like, "This kid," because it was really well written. <laughs> you know, this kid's a genius. Bloody blah, blah. Within what hours of it going online, though, the comparison was drawn between that and what was the comic 
book uh, called? I can't remember off the top of my head. Should have written it down. This is why I write everything down. But anyway, it's a Daniel Klaus comic book. Yeah, uh, who's, who is probably best known to mainstream audiences as the the guy who wrote uh, Ghost World, which became ah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the film the with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, So, great writer. And uh, why wouldn't you steal his work verbatim for what? a film and not attribute it? What kind of apology is that, though, as well? First of all, the apology was plagiarised. Yeah, that's... Talk about I know, movie, right? Which is... Baffling. Baffling. But like, it, it's things, I've got a little bit, bit of it here, and it's things like, trying to... There's so many, that's the problem. so many. It was like, I owe it to future generations, uh-huh. you know, for, to, to explain my actions. Like, what has that even got to do with anything? Like, uh-huh. just, just admit fault, uh-huh. shut up, yeah, yeah, yeah. credit him, uh-huh. I don't know, take it down, give him some money, do whatever. Uh-huh, Don't yeah. plagiarise a number of different people. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> delete your yeah. Like apparently there's a there's a um he he plagiarised the apology of of Shepard Fairey who made that Obama Hope poster. Yep. And, and he copied and he copied the the initial image to to Photoshop over the top and he apologised and Shia LaBeouf's taken that one. There's like a Mark Zuckerberg yep. apology that he what it's bizarre and like. He also took one from like a random post on the internet. The one that's copyright isn't particularly creative work. Being being inspired by someone else's work to produce something new and and different is creative work, which he stole. Yeah. Also, that's bullshit. That quote. You've yeah. just stolen something and pretty much done it word for word. That's not creative in any sense. It's the opposite of that. Yes. It's, it's, it, and there's even like this this sort of this incredible. Plagiar- it, it sounds like he's got a problem. Sorry, just like, Mike, go on. Like, as opposed to, like, he did this because he wanted to make money or anything like that. Like, you might actually have some sort of issue, like... Yeah, no kidding. Like, there's even... I've, there's one here where if you go to his, his website, which is called Campaign Book, um, the About page has been copied verbatim from, from uh, another website called Picture Box. Why, why is Picture Box? Because I love the things I love and I want to champion them. I tend towards outliers, and I'm obsessed with the history of visual culture writ large and small. His Shire. Why the campaign book? Because I love the things I love, and I want to champion them. I tend towards outliers, and I'm obsessed with the history of visual culture writ large and small, etc. It's a, it's a, it's a long <laughs> paragraph, and it's verbatim. It's bizarre. Anyway. <laughs> There's something going on there. Do you think it's, it's some kind of weird star thing where you think you're untouchable, or is he just crazy? I mean, it might be a coincidence. <laughs> it could be a massive coincidence. Yeah, yeah I mean... An infinite number of monkeys and an infinite number of typewriters might eventually write the complete works of Shakespeare. Yeah. Potentially, that's the thing here. Yeah. I mean, he's rich. He probably has a lot of monkeys. I'm sure he does, yes. Hey, let's talk about monkeys. Perfect segue. <laughs> Good didn't even, job. Didn't even think well, about guys. it. <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes has a trailer. I wanted to yell about Charlotte Booth a bit more. But really, okay, no, what, no, go no, back. No, what's to be said, though, really? Yeah, what a dickhead. Yeah, I know. And right. I hope he gets less work than ever. Well, I mean, that's sort of... That's... He was he was Hollywood's it guy for a while, which always baffled me. It's baffling, but I think the idea is that certain people get hired for certain for work for work for mm. a for a, a role, and then all the other film comp- all the other film production pl- houses go. This guy is something. Yeah, these people have taken a chance. He must be the next it guy. We should all do it. Give him a role now. Yeah. So. So when he hits big, you know, yeah. we've, we've, we've got him on the, you know. And if he's doing three or four movies a year over three years, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of But whatever. then, of course, that, that sort of rolls around and people go, actually, he's not yeah. that charismatic or interesting. Yeah. So let's, and then it sort of dried up. 
I call it Sam Worthington syndrome. <laughs> I was going to say, that's very Sam Worthington, isn't it? Yep. He was in everything. Yep. Yeah. But Rise of the Planet... Sorry, not Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes got a teaser uh-huh. sequel. Teaser trailer this week. Yep. Well, it got a teaser for the teaser. Oh. And then it got the teaser trailer. Great. Um, it's, a, it's a sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which is a prequel slash reboot to the hilarious Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. That movie... Is so unintentionally funny. Correct. Uh, really good. Did you enjoy the first one, Rot Potter? I believe the uh, the acronym is. I haven't seen Rot Potter. Really? I haven't seen it. It's it's pretty good. Yep. Um, it's you know solid cast, but not not really that inspired. You know, James Franco's kind of dead eyed. Um, really kind of strangely monotone performance I guess yeah, yeah it's, one of, it's one of his art performances yeah. I think it, it may have been one of the ones where he has gone into a mainstream film as an artistic goof you know what he's like <laughs> yeah, he yeah I think that's yeah, probably yeah. but uh, yeah I haven't seen it but he doesn't appear to be in this in this no one. well I think replaced with Gary Oldman replaced with really oh no there is Gary Oldman there's another lead guy uh-huh. Gary Oldman's I think is like the leader of a human resistance or some kind of human leader mm. I think it's said in the synopsis that James Franco the reason he's not in it it's because he's he's dead. He actually supposedly died between the movies. Right. I'm assuming he flew his weird snowboard glider into the side Absolutely of a building. He did, yeah. No, it doesn't say why he's dead. I, I think it was the virus got him that got unleashed at the end of the first one. Because yeah. the human population is decimated. They've been fighting uh, fighting the virus for four years, fighting each other for four years. There's an uneasy truce between the humans and the apes, uh-huh. and that truce is about to be broken. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. For a reboot to a you know to a series you know that got a reboot in two thousand and one with Tim Burton, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take three. This is God. The, the the apes in that they look incredible. There are some bits where you know they where they're jumping around. They look a little little fake, but the the facial expressions and a lot of, like Caesar would you say they're better or worse than the monkeys in Indiana Jones four? <laughs> Starring Shia LaBeouf. We did it again. We segued again. It's like an episode of Seinfeld in here. Everything's coming together. Great. Oh, uh, they, they, they are... They're about the same. Great. No, they're infinitely better. Okay, well, the guy who did... Look at that when did it. You know, did Avatar, Gollum, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. All the good stuff. All the stuff the kids love. Mm. So, yeah. I think it's going to be great. Um, then again, maybe it won't be. Who knows? It's got... Uh, what's his name? I think his name's Jason Clark. I might have got that wrong. He's from uh, Zero Dark Thirty. He's a big up... Well, not upcoming. He's been around for a while. He's like 44. But he's like... He's apparently... I think we, think we talked about this last week. John Connor. Yep. He's mm-hmm. up for John Connor. Um, Planet of the Apes is in. He, um, there's a uh, there's a bunch of other stuff that he, that he's the it guy. He's, he's the, the it guy. He's, he's the Shia LaBeouf slash Sam Worthington of, yeah. two, of 2013 slash 14. Yeah, but I think infinitely better. Fantastic. And he's not he's not, a, he's not a traditionally handsome man either. He kind of looks like a regular guy, which I like also. Huh, there mm. you go. Maybe I just like regular guys because I'm also a man of the people. Ugh. 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 I'd like to talk about Expendables 3. Okay, let's do that. Now, the teaser for Expendables 3, which we just watched. It was a bit... It looked like a P. Diddy video clip. <laughs> there was a kind of a lot of... Or like a... like a uh, America's Got Talent kind of like a promo thing, where they're yeah. all sort of walking in silhouette with some spotlights behind them. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, man. Do you think they got them all in the room for that? I doubt it. Uh... Getting them all... Together at the same they time. They look a bit composited. Yeah. I'm looking at this still right here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right. I mean, it's pretty good. 
Uh-huh. I mean, not good, but like it looks like they could have been in the same room. Before. Having not seen the first two, and that may surprise you. <laughs> well, this may there... surprise you. I haven't seen them either. Okay, well, I was going to ask you, but I guess we don't know. Um, is there any moments where they're all on screen together? Uh, you know what? Who cares? Who cares? That's actually a really <laughs> good point. Okay, but let's talk about this cast. <laughs> sure. Some surprises. You know, you know what, though? I just want to say... that they, they, They've got the bridge over the Kwai, River Kwai theme tune playing. You know that? Yep. Yep, I didn't do that very well. Uh-huh. Which I, I took, I took, not that I took offence to that, but I just went, ugh, because I love the bridge over the river Kwai. Uh-huh. That's a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, it's got Alec Guinness from the sixties. It's not exactly historically accurate in any sense, because at the end they blow up a bridge, and in real life that bridge was never blown up. Right. Yep. That's fine. Uh-huh. That movie's amazing, and I just went, ah, don't don't use that. It'd be like somebody using the Great Escape theme. But also, that is also Hitler. Has only got one ball. It's yes. that. It's that. So, it, is, it has been used. Yeah, it has so, been around for longer. So, than are they going to yeah. fight Hitler in this? I hope so. Yeah, I think they're probably going to fight. I Hitler. I can't remember who the villain one is. One of Hitler's this. kids or something. <laughs> Great, Darren Hitler. Darren Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> His son. Yeah, the, but yeah, it's. I just find that disgusting because I think the Expendables movies are bullshit. Quite <laughs> frankly, not having seen them, I fell asleep during the first one. But uh-huh. yeah, do you want to talk about the cast? Well, you got the picture there. I've got the picture here. I mean. Uh, from what I can tell, there's a couple of changes from the previous one. Yep. Uh, Band- Antonio Banderas is in this yep. one. Yeah, I like him. It's as fine. some sort of swashbuckler, presumably. Swashbuckler. A swashbuckler, <laughs> yes. Uh, this says grammar, so I'm going to assume Kelsey grammar. It is Kelsey it is, grammar. It actually is Kelsey exactly. grammar. I love Kelsey grammar. Wait a sure. second, is he in this? I don't think he's in the picture. No. But no, no, I know for a fact he is in that. The big names are really, though, well, big names. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Out of prison. Out of prison. <laughs> Maybe he's on work release. I don't know. Mel Pay Gib- your taxes, everyone. Pay your goddamn taxes. Mm. Mel Gibson. Okay. Racist Mel Gibson. Yep. America's pl- own. <laughs> yep. Mel Gibson, you sure? Yeah. Uh, we don't want him. Nope. Uh, getting his third or fourth chance there. And of course, the probably the biggest name. Harrison. Grumpy old Harrison Ford. Grumpy old Gramps. There he is. Now, the, the second Expendables movie, which I haven't seen, but I've seen clips of it. A lot of it is them, like Bruce Willis is in it, who didn't come back for this one because he demanded more money, and um, Sylvester Stallone threw a fucking shit fit, uh-huh. and, 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 and went on this like Twitter tirade uh-huh. about how Bruce Willis is selfish and blah blah blah. It's hard to do a Twitter tirade, you don't have a lot of characters. No. And it takes a the, long time. Even though he is a writer, he's not the brightest man. Right. And he seems like a big dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently, though, it's just a series of catchphrases. So, like, I know somebody says, uh, who's the big Terry Crews says uh-huh. to Schwarzenegger at one point, give me my gun back or you're terminated. Right. And Alice Schwarzenegger at one point says, I'm back. So they just switch catchphrases. Pretty much. Fantastic. But I, I made a bet on my most recent video, because Harrison Ford's wearing a flight suit in it. Yep. And if he doesn't say, get off my plane, I'm going to... Film myself, put a gun in my mouth, <laughs> and blow the top of my he head off. He might say, get off my plane. If I'm wrong. He might say that he can do the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> he might say that. Um, What's another thing? I'm Amish. You know what? Stallone might say, I love you, Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford will be like, I know. It just, I don't know, the whole thing smacks of desperation. And I know the again like retirement funds. Like retirement funds. I know they're not they're not for me or for you. Even yeah. though we like action movies, I think we like things that generally a little bit smarter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know, man. 
I think I'll see it because I'm doing more videos and stuff and doing this podcast. I'll probably see you it. For, you're going to force yourself into yeah, it. Great. Yeah, I'm going to have to see it. But Well, that's a ring endorsement. <laughs> just put the... But 20th Century Fox, just put that on the poster. I, I suppose I'll have to see it because I'm doing more videos on the internet. Yeah, so there you go. We got one more trailer? Yeah, we do. We just watched this one. We weren't gonna, I wasn't going to talk about it, but... It's pretty interesting. Transcendence. Transcendence. Wally Fista. Yeah. Pfista? Feister. Yeah, sure. He was... He was, of course, the... Pfister. Pfister. I'm going to go with Pfister. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it's good. It rhymes with Barista. You Mediterranean. Sure is. Um, Wally... Pfister. Pfister. Yeah, he was the... Uh, cinematographer for a lot of Christopher Nolan's work, mm. Dark Knight movies, um, Inception, probably a bunch of other stuff. Well, it certainly looks great. Sure does. Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's interesting to see him in non-Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, it is, like isn't regular it? clothing yeah. and doesn't look like Mick Jagger's... Uh, Keith Urban. Keith, uh, Keith Urban. <laughs> Keith, Keith Richardson. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, he, it's his first movie, not Johnny uh, Depp. He's done a couple. He's done a one but, too. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, Wally Fifth of others. First uh, directorial debut. Mm. I love stories about where the human mind... You need to stop there. I love stories. <laughs> you know, just a, just a man at a hearth of a fire, just talking about life, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, li- I like sorry, I like stories about... Uh... Sam's worked the shoeshine booth at the Grand Central Station for 45 years. He's got a lot of stories. That... No, okay, I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I like stories where people get their mind uploaded into a computer, uh-huh. or it's about singularity where it gets to the point where um, technology, technology uh, is uh, artificial intelligence is smarter than humans, and the implications of that. Mm. But I, I love all that kind of stuff, yes. and so I, I, I'm excited that this isn't going to be kind of like a Lawnmower Man movie. I like was just going to say, it could be a bit of a Lawnmower Man <laughs> like, movie. Uh, it seems like a proper smart, intelligent... Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Can I say though, in this trailer, I get the sense. You know how every once in a while you watch a trailer, and then later you realise that they've put the very last scene or the very last frame of the the film in the trailer. They might have done this here because they're right at the end of the trailer. Uh, This this film this film also has a lot of Iron Man three cast. cast Yeah, it it does. Uh, The the woman Maya Hansen. Yep. From Iron Man three, Paul Bettany, voice of Jarvis. Paul Bettany's. How did that happen? Anyway, but. (laughs) There's a moment in it where Maya Hansen... What's her actual name? doesn't matter. I can't remember. Uh, she says... Rebecca gonna... Hall? Yes, there we yeah. go. She's going to say Rebecca Black. No. Nah. I nearly did. Different thing. <laughs> Different genre. Sorry, go on. We're not cutting-edge music reviewers. We're cutting-edge movie reviewers. That's what we do here. But anyway, she says, where are you going to go? And he says, everywhere. And then you see like this sort of black dust floating off. I feel that might be he's got some sort of nanotechnology and he's going uh, off to explore the solar system. I think that might be the last the last thing in the film and they've given it away. Also, I've got the script here and I've, I've just read it off there. So, spoiler alert everybody. How do you like that? A spoil- no, I don't I don't know. But I think that's how it's going to end. No, mate, that plays out. Yeah, because it is... Yeah, that does in that way, doesn't it? There's a whole lot of black dust and then it goes... Vroom! Yep. And it stops real suddenly. Yeah, yeah. The whoop is the newest thing, I think, <laughs> it is, in, in yeah. trailers. I think there was some in Gravity, a bit of whoop. Yeah, there was a bit of whoop. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've got more news? Do we have we more do, news? Oh, i got a stack of news. Yeah, let's talk about got news. got a stack of news, mate. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, the Avengers Age of Ultron. Yep. There's been a casting call for someone to fill the role of, like, a uh, 40, 40 year old slash 50-year-old kind of imposing man. Uh-huh. And I think it's for Baron Von Strucker. You know, the Hydra, Hydra agent? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure, okay. Um, 
So, uh, apparently, well, this is the rumour, according to Latino Review, who, people say, they never get anything right. They get Are you all... allowed to go to that website? Yeah. You're not, you're not Latino. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant because of the comic book movie thing. No, yeah. I'm but... a little bit, didn't you know? I'm not Latino anymore. Not at all, Look no. how white I am. You're so you white. You can see through me. Can see... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah, that, um, and he's uh, Baron Von Strucker. Uh-huh. It might be, in, they say, at the start of the movie where the Avengers kind of deal with him and that's uh-huh. like the first little kind of introduction to the movie. So they got, you know, a classic-ish kind of Marvel villain then you lead up to Ultron. So fight a Nazi, fight a robot. That's what I say. That's, absolutely. That is that is a formula for success. I'm yeah. glad they finally pinned it down. Fight so, a Nazi, fight a robot. Uh, Doug Ray Scott, the name was floated around. Are you familiar with him? He was going to be Wolverine at one point, Wolverine. right? Is he small and scrappy? I don't know. Wish we knew anything about any actors from Hollywood. <laughs> I know, right? It'd be nice. So handy for this. Yeah, it would be great, but, but why bother? What, what made me sad about Doug Ray Scott, he was going to be one of the best, next big things, and he pulled out of um, the X-Men for whatever reason. Hugh Jackman ended up getting the role. Uh-huh. Then he appeared in Mission Impossible... Before that, he'd appeared in Mission Impossible 2, which oh, is easily, that guy. Yeah, easily the worst Mission Impossible movie. He's got a denim three-piece suit on in that film. How did that happen? It's not the 70s, mate. Australia, though. Yeah, okay, good point. Yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> and that's how people perceive this country. God, that was absolutely the worst. That was... Um, John Woo John bullshit. That, yeah, I mean, but that was the ultimate... Because John Woo's films up until that point had all been great. And, mm. and Yeah, okay. Good. Pretty good. Yeah, well, he's foreign films anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's at that point where they were like, okay, John, every element of what you do, we've put them on a whiteboard. Ha- do them in every scene. Doves. Slow motion, spinning around on motorcycles. Everybody's got a gun in each hand. At one point, there was like four people on screen, and there were twenty-two guns. <laughs> Too many guns. That movie, I remember watching it at the time. Tom Cruise, amazing hair in that movie. Oh, so good. That that was his best hair. That I was think, his though. best hair. Yeah. He bought that hair back from Mission Impossible Three, I think. Yeah. Or was it four? Might have been four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But that's not a good movie. Anyway, what was I saying? I can't remember. Do Grey Scott. Yeah, he was... Next week then. And then, and then Sam he, Worthington slash Shia LaBeouf. And then he turned up in Desperate Housewives. Oh, so I'm like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. That's embarrassing for him yeah. and for you because you watch Desperate Housewives. Is that show still going? <laughs> I think it's cancelled. I don't know. You know. It's, it is. It's great. Cancelled. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Get yeah. your Wisteria Lane t-shirt on. You silly geese. I know. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, so there's a bit of X-Men Days of Future Past news. Okay, great. Brian Singer has come out and said there was a sequence in the movie that has Rogue, uh, Iceman, Professor X, Magneto, Rescue Somebody or something, and that entire sequence has been cut... Hence, meaning Rogue is not in that movie at, at all. all. Anna Paquin, who was the next big Shia LaBeouf uh, yeah. at one point. Yep, Miss uh, Shia LaBeouf, they called her. <laughs> she got the Miss Shia LaBeouf Award for the piano. Yeah, so she's not in it anymore. And she's in the trailer, briefly. Iceman is it not in it? Is cut as well? Well, apparently she's the only one who's completely cut. That's a shame. So, yeah, so she must have only been in that, in that particular sequence. But she was at the Comic-Con panel. Yep. Um, she's a, I'd say she's a pretty well-known member of the team at this point. Yeah. But is it a big loss? Ah. Uh, and it is also a, a reminder to you. Thank you. That it's 30% fu- uh, future, 70%, 70% past. Yeah, yeah okay. Maybe. I would have liked to see more Rogue. Yeah. Because at the end of X-Men 3, she's lost her powers. Yeah. Does she get them back or not? I guess the answer is yes. <laughs> but I don't know. That, that, that character had sort of an arc where yeah. we meet her and then she, you know finally finds her place in the X-Men family and then she loses her powers. Will she stay in the family? Will she leave with the blah, blah, blah? Doesn't matter. She's out. She's out, mate. (laughs) The only thing I didn't really like about that character was in the comics, doesn't she, when she takes a power, power, doesn't she keep it a lot of the time? Well, no, basically she... Well, she can replicate it or... No, no, she, she keeps the powers for a period of time, sort of depending on how long she touches someone. But she, at some point, you know, many, many years ago sort of got Ms. Marvel in a death grip yeah. for a really long time and she went into a coma, like a really long-term coma. Ah. And as a result, Rogue permanently gained sort of her powers, which is like strength, flight, invulnerability. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so there you go. So she's got those. Are you saying she should have those in the film? I'm saying that I don't know that much about X-Men. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Because really, it's just her running up and grabbing people. Yeah. Because she could be shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't really use those powers... She did in the first really, one, because yeah. that was really the big plot point of that uh-huh, movie. Yeah, yeah. But, but she hasn't, she's never really used them extensively in like an offensive no. capability. She, no. So, yeah. It'd be You're nice right. to see that work. Because mm. I don't think... Yeah, because she's not, she's not in the final battle, is she? Of X-Men 3? Doesn't she leave? She does leave. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they get Kitty, Por- Kitty Pride in. Yep. One of the 
most excellent casting decisions in that movie, which is not a good movie. Mm. Kitty Pride, great choice. Alan Page, Kelsey Grammer as Beast, yeah. also amazing choice. Uh-huh. Kelsey Grammer is an amazing choice for anyone. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, what yeah. a fucking legend. Yeah. Okay, so uh, another piece of news. Ah, uh, casting rumor. Ooh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. The poor man's but alive River Phoenix. Oh, cut that out. No, he's, he's amazing. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, leave, leave it in though. Uh, he's in this movie, uh, Her, which is out at the moment, about uh-huh. an AI that he falls in love with. You know I love an AI. Yeah, you do. Um, I don't love the movie AI though. Mm. Do, See? You love, do you love Bicentennial Man? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, great. <laughs> so, even though I know it's bad, mm-hmm. I still kind of like it. Um, it's rumoured that he's wanted by Warner Brothers. For the role of Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman, thumbs down. Really, big potato head doesn't work. <laughs> Have you seen him with a shaven head? No. Have you seen him in a suit? No, only Johnny Cash suit. Oh not, yeah, not, not the same Western you, suit. Do you remember that year where he lost his mind, pretended to for yep. a movie that nobody saw? Yeah, I do remember that. That was great. He grew the big beard, and he just went on tonight shows and. Took a dump on the coast desk or whatever he did, and then yeah, nobody. I can't even remember the name of that film. I'm still here. I'm not there. I'm not there. Was both the, of us are here? Yeah, no, but I'm not there. Was the the, the Bob Dylan biopic with Kate oh, Blanchett okay. and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm still here is a John Resnick song, lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls for the movie Treasure Planet, <laughs> which is an amazing. What do you movie? have that fact and no other facts? That is amazing. I stayed up all night memorising that fact. <laughs> Great. Oh, for Christmas. Yeah. And the Christmas episode, I understand, sure. That's no. it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we did for the Christmas episode. Treasure Planet slash Goo Goo Dolls fact. I think it's a good song. That was great. Fantastic. That's an underrated Disney movie as well, by the way. That's a good Should movie. Should I watch it tomorrow or no? No. Yeah, don't. Yeah. So you really... I thought it was great. And you know why I thought it was great? Because... I didn't think of it for one, and I like being surprised. I don't think of a lot of things, <laughs> sure. sure. But um, when I heard it, I went, it's it's a little bit inspired in the sense, is, the sense that they didn't just go, who's a bald guy? That's true, yeah. They, yeah. they thought outside the box, who's menacing, who's got a lot of screen presence, who's, you know, a little bit they, hot. What they probably did, though, is they probably, there's like an iPhone app where you take a photo of somebody, and then it shows you what they look like bald, and they probably got... Like a like a Must Weekly magazine or whatever, and took a photo of Joaquin Phoenix, and they're like, "Oh, pretty good, <laughs> pretty good." Yeah, but you're you're against it because of his potato head. Um, I think he's menacing enough. He's played a villain before. He's menacing, you're right. You're right. He's got he's got evil eyes. He's got evil eyes. Yeah, even okay. brows as well. Okay, you turn me around. Mm, good. Is that all? Yeah, I, think <laughs> so, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I think it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, of course, that has to be taken with a grain of salt because there's other names that have been rumored. Mark Strong, because he's bald. Yep. Brian Cranston, because he can be bald. Yep. And as recently as last week, they were talking Idris Elba and Denzel Washington. So who knows? As a team. As a team. Hey, we're Lex Luthor. We're the black Lex Luthor twins. Parallel universes? I don't know. We don't look the same, but it's yeah. fine. Racist people can't tell. Ah, <laughs> oh, racism. Okay, um... In another piece of casting news... That would be... that would If it was Idris Elba, mm. that'd be two kind of... That'd be twice that he's gotten people up in arms for being... Yeah. For, for being just a black guy who gets a job in Hollywood. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I'm we're so mad that he... <laughs> oh, no. We're so mad that a fictional character isn't how I imagine that fictional character to be. Don't you reckon, though, he'd be a killer Lex Luthor? He'd be really good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And if we said that he wouldn't be, that means that would mean we're racist. Yeah. So. Dodge that bullet. <laughs> okay, another piece of casting news. A true piece locked in fact. Mm-hmm. Marvel have confirmed Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. That's great. I yeah. enjoy that a lot. You cool with that? Yes. Um, I suppose it depends which Ant-Man it is. He's not going to be Hank, Hank Pym, is they he? They haven't announced that yet. Because there's... There's Scott Lang, Hank, yeah. Hank Pym, and... And Eric O'Grady, who's the asshole one. Yeah, that's right. Who's... Didn't he beat women or something? Is that what No, he... no, no. Hank Pym beat up his wife once. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a couple of times. Why? Because he was, he's a... You know, he's got problems. Don't we all? Yeah. But anyway, that's... <laughs> I... They're probably not going to use that. Oh, maybe they will. I don't know. But, um... Anyway, we're against that, but uh, no. Eric O'Grady is the the, the most recent one mm. uh, who he he had his own series for about twelve issues, which was called the Irredeemable Ant Man, oh. and he was like a Shield agent, like a like a low ranking one who found the Ant Man, like an Ant Man armor in Shield headquarters. Oh, he just okay. used it to like perv on women and and like steal stuff, as we all would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's sort of this. His journey into becoming sort of kind of a hero. Okay. Which I think that would work. That would work with Paul Rudd. Yeah. But I imagine it's probably going to be Scott Lang. Well, because if Hank, who's who's creating Ultron in Age of Ultron? Uh, they say Tony Stark. Ah, then it could be Hank Pym. Yeah. Okay. I prefer Hank Pym. I think just mm. go with the original. Yeah. But you know. Also, Pym's fun to say. Mm. Pym Pym particles. <laughs> no, I know the Pym particles have escaped. Quickly retrieve the Pym particles. It's so vague. It's what I love pin particles because they're so vague. <laughs> like it's they're all divided powers. Yeah, yeah. Well, how does he? Does he rub them under his? Does he rub them on his like neck? Does he spray them in front of him and then leap through like he's putting on cologne? I don't know. He probably. I think it's one. It's one of those ones where they like, just keep it in their belt buckle. Like, yeah. It's like I've got to be Ant Man. I'll just push the release on my belt buckle. And then, one of those. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> pin particles. <coughs> I'm shrieking. You know, like, you know what I hope they utilise as well? And it's Edgar Wright, so he probably will. I hope they go the other way where they show that he can be giant. Yeah. That would be cool. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people aren't aware that he could do that also. Uh-huh. But, you know, we'll see. We will see. Now, he apparently, uh, there was a few other people in contention, rumoured. One of them, Simon Pegg, that was more of a rumour. Because uh-huh, there yeah. was that picture where he's pointing to... There's a picture that he took at Marvel headquarters. He was visiting um, Edgar Wright, and he's pointing to a picture of Ant-Man. And everyone, including me, yep. was convinced that he was Ant-Man or involved in Ant-Man. He still might be. Yeah. Maybe he'll be Hank Pym. Maybe. Or maybe he'll be Doug Ray Scott. Or maybe he'll be Idris Elba. <laughs> and the other one was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which I could see also. Yeah, that works. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad they went with Paul Rudd. And, and you know what's weird, though? They, they're going up with a lot of uh, older actors. Paul, Paul Rudd's 44. It looks amazing. Yeah. So a lot of the Avengers cast, they're like mid-40s, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, cause these young kids. These kids. Can't be responsible for superpowers. I think the youngest must be Chris Hemsworth, who's technically the oldest in the Avengers. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Any more news? That's a lot of casting news. That's a lot of casting news. Should we talk about casting? i tell you what. Yes. I was thinking that. Yep. Comic book movies have a long history of casting. Are you uh, familiar with that? Casting like actors? Yes. To casting... like play characters on the in the films? Yes, yes. Huh. Good, so good, good fact to have. <laughs> I know. I wanted to ask you because I, I think you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Who is your? Who do you think is the definitive? Yes. Uh, perfect choice for a person role in any, a comic any, book movie. It's it's J.K. Simmons. Yes. as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that's the best. It is the best one. Like whatever. <laughs> like you know, you'll see a, a, a character. You'll, you'll see a comic book character. And you're like, I wonder who who would be great for that. And you see him on screen. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. 
dead on. No matter what you think of Joe Jonah Jameson, he's bloody nailed that. Yeah. He's nailed that role. And I mentioned the, the last time we talked about this, I want to see a J. Jonah Jameson film. It's two hours. It's just a shot of him sitting at his desk and he's just yelling at people that come in. And maybe there's like explosions behind him like out the window. Maybe Spider-Man's fighting Dr. Octopus or Hobgoblin or something like that. It doesn't matter. We, it's never referred to. It's just him yelling at people and like maybe like knocking his phone off the computer off his desk because he doesn't understand it and then... <laughs> That'd be great. Yelling right? at his wife yeah, yeah. out of the phone. Do you care whether it's set in the Tobey Maguire universe or the current universe? Ah, no. It could even be set in the real world. It's just... <laughs> does, it a, does it a lot. It's just yelling. It's fine. <laughs> I, would, oh, I would see that forever. So that's the greatest casting ever. Yeah. But at the same time, in those movies, I think Tobey Maguire, terrible choice for Spider-Man. I, I know you're not alone in, in thinking that. Uh-huh. Is it his mopiness? It's mopiness... He's I I see he's kind of like he's got a you know chubby boy face, but he doesn't strike. He, he never at any point strikes me as a as a high school student. No, just a chubby boy faced man <laughs> who's in a high school for some reason. Even though Andrew Garfield is was older than Tobey Maguire when he was in maybe his it's version. the hair. It might be the hair. He's got great hair in that. <laughs> Does have great hair. He's still Andrew Garfield definitely looks younger, but he's only a, a student in that very briefly, mm. or a high school student anyway. But yeah, it, it was a. I wouldn't say it would put it down so much to his performance as in some of the writing for that character. He's not very fun. No, he he's really not fun. Yeah. Uh huh. Credit all due credit for him for working out like a mad dog for that movie, <laughs> yep. like a mad dog. Yep. Yeah, because yep. he looked amazing. Medicine balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Medicine balls. Yeah. Well, that that was it. I was like. Leonardo DiCaprio apparently wanted the role and a bunch of other people. Oh, he's, no, no, not Leonardo DiCaprio. No. Not high school level. No, that would, I would... I'd watch one scene of that. You know... I'd watch the Saturday Night Live sketch of that where Leonardo DiCaprio is the guest DiCaprio. host. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> Sorry. Fishman. Uh, you know, where he's pretending to be Spider-Man and it's... He's way too old for the role. That, that would be, be fun, great. But yeah. I'm not watching that film. I can tell you the exact point where Leonardo DiCaprio was stopped, stopped playing someone of school age. Titanic? No. Uh, the one that? where he was running away from Tom Hanks. Run, Tom Hanks, run. Run, Tom Hanks, run, yeah. You'll never get me, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. Catch me if you can. There we go. I'm Leonardo yeah. The movie. The movie. Mm. Yeah, because there's a bit in that where he's a high school kid. Oh, okay. And, right. th- and that was pushing it. Because right, that right. was like 2004, which means he would have been... Late twenties, early thirties. Mm. Mm. But anyway, good on him. Good actor. So yeah, what a what a what a series of uh, contrasts. I don't know. Look, he's too dour for Spider Man. Yes, though, he is. Yeah. Away, isn't he? Yep. He's too sad. He is too puffy faced. You're right. And by the third one, he'd clearly just stopped working out. Right. Yeah. Because he's a little. And then, you know, fine. Look whatever you want to look like. I don't Blade care. Three Syndrome. Blade Three Syndrome. You remember that one? Yeah. I mean, I I don't have an issue with that, but yeah, he's just. There's a lot of long sleeve shirts in that one. Yeah. He's clearly, he's like, who cares? And Ryan Reynolds, you know what happened? He probably, Wesley Snipes probably started working out and then Ryan Reynolds showed up on, on set just like, just a, just a beefcake man and then. Like a statue of David. Like a statue of David and Wesley Snipes is like, you know what, forget it. Long sleeve black shirts, all of them. Yeah. I'll, I'll layer them. <laughs> what a jerk. I, I, I got a best of worst though. I'm ready. Um. Same movie, Spider-Man, original Spider-Man, uh-huh. for best. Uh-huh. Well, I think the first one was called Spider-Man, original Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I think Willem Dafoe is an excellent Green Goblin. Yes, he is. Even though the costume's not great. Terrible costume, I was just thinking that today. Yeah, but he is amazing. Yep. And I would even say, um, what's the guy in the second one? 
Alfred Molonia. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's also really good. But Willem Dafoe, what a great choice. He nails the dual characteristics. Yep. He's got that weird goblin head. He's got a goblin head. <laughs> See, exactly, they could have just... They could have just had some sort of, like, thin kind of membrane over his face yep. and be like, that's for soldiers in battlefields and it protects against gas attacks or whatever. Yep. But they had to do robot face. Well, the funny thing is, though, they actually tried an animatronic goblin face. And there's videos of it online, and uh-huh. it looks a lot like the original kind of 60s green goblin. Uh-huh. Does it work? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's only, only test footage. Right. It's interesting. Hmm. It's better than a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, it's true. Does it look like Does it look like Willem Dafoe? No, um, not in any way. But neither does a motorcycle helmet. Does it look like him either? Good point also. Yeah, he's brilliant. Mm. What a great dude. And he pops up in the other movies as well. Yeah, just yeah. briefly in cameos. Mm. I think that would have, if that universe had have continued uh-huh. to, this, to this very day, yes. as Tobey Maguire got wider and wider, mm-hmm. then I think that would have brought him back. Probably, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's unkillable. He's essentially. always, yeah, 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 he's always coming back. Mm-hmm. But you, did you say? Did you have another one there? Did you have a worst? I got a gun? worst one. Yeah, I'm ready. This is a pretty obvious one. Uh-huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, no, that's all right. Especially because at that point, Heart of Ice had come out. The episode Heart of Ice from the Batman animated series. Uh-huh. That is like the definitive Mr. Freeze story. Yeah, and it's tragic, and it reinvents the character, and they steal a lot from that. And then they're just like, let's make Arnold's, it ridiculous, though. Yeah. Because he does have the frozen wife. He has the frozen wife. Yeah, yeah. And so he's got that motivation because he's stealing diamonds. Yep, because it's powers his freeze race. Yeah. Mr. Freeze is an interesting character because, like, in in his original appearances, he was, I think he was Mr. Zero, and he was just like a... He was a Zero character. He was like this happy-go-lucky kind of... Like, he just had this cheery face, and he had this kind of orange and magenta outfit, and he just had a little... He had a little freezy gun that looked like a like a beekeeper's steam steam gun, and he just 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 hung around, just you know, just had some little little adventures and stuff. And then they brought they brought because they they needed villains for the the Batman TV series. Yeah, and they just brought him. Well, they brought in Clock King, which yeah. they did really well. So the animated series, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so they just so he was just this nothing character until the animated series. And then, yeah. Who who knew that it would that well, an they... animated series would. Now an actual character to a character. Yeah, he's one of the the I think he's one of the best Batman villains. Mm. One of the most sympathetic. One of the most interesting. Great character in the Arkham games, or the Definitely. second one in particular. Mm. I love beating that guy in the head. But you know what? I really what really annoyed me about that guy, and I know he's cold, but he's yes. like Batman. Uh, after you beat him up, he's like Batman. They've taken my wife. Find my wife. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to do this because I'm Batman. Uh-huh. I'm not really Batman in the game. I was Batman. Correct, yes. So I go and I find him and I, it's a, her and it's a, it's a whole thing. Yep. And I come back. It's a real ordeal. It's a real ordeal. Took me a while. I come back and I'm like, here's your wife. Mr. Freeze is like, thank you, Batman. And he just turns back to his lab. That's and I'm right. like, you fucking prick. <laughs> and if I could have killed him, I would have. Yeah, yeah. Or you could have just, you could have just punched his wife's head off because she's frozen, right? Yeah. What a joke. You know, they've, they've re... Uh, in the New 52 Batman, uh-huh. some people say this changes for the worse. Some people say it's for the better. I say it's interesting regardless. Mr. Freeze is trying to thaw out his dead wife or his frozen wife. Uh, Bruce, in, a in a microwave. In a really big microwave. What a twist. <laughs> Bruce Wayne stops him and is like, you're fired. And so you're like, Bruce Wayne, what a prick. Mm. Bruce Wayne's the one responsible for Mr. Freeze going crazy. But it turns out that's not his wife. That's a woman frozen from, like, the 50s or 40s. Uh-huh. And he's just obsessed with her. And he's got it in his mind that she is 
his, his wife. wife. That's okay. That is interesting. Yeah, I mean, no. it makes him less sympathetic. It makes him very less sympathetic. Yeah. And also, where did the frozen lady come from? I don't know. And that's kind of they've kind of combined because um one of the clay faces in the comic books. The first one? Uh, the, the one who's actually the actor, whatever No, the is. third one. The third one who has melty powers. I think he's dead now, it doesn't matter. Uh, he he was in love with, like, a a mannequin. <laughs> like the movie Mannequin? Yeah, like in the movie Mannequin, sure. With yeah. Kim Cartel? Some of, some of Kim Cartel? Kim Cartrell. Kim Cartrell, yeah. yeah. Some, of the, some of the changes in the New 52... Kim Drug Cartel. That's the one. <laughs> some of the changes in the New 52, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if... I care for them. Yeah. I don't enough. feel as connected with this new 52. Mm. Like, because um, I grew up with Tim Drake yep. as Robin. Yeah. The third one. And now in the comic books, they've, they've retconned it, so he was never Robin. He was always Red Robin. Yeah. yeah. Don't like it. Don't care for it. Like the costume. Mm. Don't like that twist. Mm. Mm. Where mm. were we? I don't know. Do you have somebody else who's good or bad? I guess. Oh, uh, let me find one. Boy, let me... Uh, okay. Here's one for you. Yep. Best casting. Yep. Half of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Worst casting. The other half of the Fantastic Four. Can I guess which? Yes. Chris Evans, obviously. Great choice. Yep. The Thing. Yes, great those choice. two. Chickless. Other two, awful. <laughs> Chickless, incredible, great. Kind of rough, kind of tough, street smart. Shit suit. <laughs> yeah, rubbish, awful. The w- Wow, just terrible. C- come on, CGI that. Yeah. You're going to CGI nothing else. I think that will be the new yeah. one. Chris Evans... Quite versatile because yeah. when you think about it, then it's you know earnest, genuine Steve Rogers, Captain America, mm. smug prick, yeah, in Fantastic Four, <laughs> yeah, He's quite, absolutely, yeah, yeah, completely agree with that. Not good movies, mm. though. I think we've said this before. The second one's not as bad, I think. but I think that's because yeah, we were let down so badly so by the burnt. first one. And then on the other hand, uh, we got Yoan uh, Griffin as just completely generic. <laughs> Mr. Bad Fantastic. American accent. Just there's nothing to that. I mean, you put you can put the salt and pepper at his temples, but yeah. he's not. No, he's not Reed Richards at all. Well, I think there's a reason why that guy didn't take off as a kind of leading man. Sam um, Worthington syndrome. Sam Worthington syndrome. Yeah, and he's really. Have you ever seen Hornblower? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not as sexy as you'd think. <laughs> as it sounds, but he's really good in that. And I think he's a good British actor. Mm. But as far as a mainstream kind of, they try to kind of push him as this kind of Clive Owen-y kind of guy. Right, right. But he's not. In any way. Who would have been a better choice as Clive Owen? Is Reed Richards? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, alright. Statham? Statham! Oh, no. ba- Statham is the thing. Yeah. No, you know what? Bruce Willis is the thing. Yes. Voice okay, off. Totally, yeah, that would work, yeah. Because you could not get Bruce Willis in a rubber suit. Absolutely, not even for a second. What about Jessica Alba? Uh, well, I mean, there was a lot of people like... Uh, was she not sexy enough? She was certainly sexy. Enough. Yeah, enough. But I don't know, uh... Not not intellectual enough. Yeah, fair point. I kind of I kind of enjoy the in the Fantastic Four the contrast between uh, Invisible Woman, Mister Fantastic. They're the intellectuals of the yeah. team. But and she's more heart. He's more head. Kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Not in the sexual way. Right. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't need to say that, did I? Not at Go all. On. No. Edit that out. <laughs> Keep it in. Ah, uh, but then yeah, just. Again, generic. Yeah. Just, she was the it girl at the time. Yep. Throw her in the film. Weird. Yeah. I got one. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No. I've actually got here, uh, funny you should mention that. Oh, no, I'll come back to that one next. Um, Henry Cavill. Man or Cavill, Steel. Man of Steel, Superman. Despite what you may think of that film, and I've said this before, I know you love it, I like it quite a bit. A lot of people don't like it. Haters. He- <laughs> Haters on the internet. 
he is an amazing choice. Yep. And he was from day one. Mm-hmm. He he was nearly in um he was nearly got it when uh, nearly got in the Superman Returns. There was a one before that that I think McGee was doing that he nearly got it McGee? in. McGee. <laughs> where he's actually there's a footage of him not footage. There's a picture of him that just come online recently where he's wearing that suit. So it's his, so he went in for it. They put him in the suit and everything. But he looks very much more like Superboy. Than oh, Superman. I see. Yeah, because yeah. uh-huh. he would have been pretty young then, probably maybe nineteen, twenty, maybe right, right. early twenties. But what a great choice! And just threw himself completely into it. The only thing I would say for him is they don't give him enough dialogue in Man of Steel. I don't think he's as defined a character that would have liked him to be. He's kind of not vague in his motivations, but I would like to see him kind of more kind of I don't know talk about what he believes in and standing up for things and doing what's right. And yep. I, I'm saving only, more dogs. Yeah, saving more dogs. <laughs> exactly. He, Superman, he can be earnest. It's uh-huh. the same with Captain America. Captain America has proved it. You can be earnest without being a goof. Right. Not everyone needs to be your fucking wise-cracking Robert Downey Jr. type. Uh-huh. Who does that very well. Yeah. But you're good not, casting. It, you're great we casting. Let's not cover that again, but yeah. just, no, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, Iron Man is practically the Robert Downey Jr. story when you think about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, yeah, he's got that kind of sincerity, sincerity, and I hope they bring that to the second one. Yes. I think he's great. Mm. On the flip side of that, um, even though I don't... I think this more comes down to the movie than him, but Brandon Routh is a weird choice because they just picked him. And they did just do this. Because he looks like... Because he looks like Christopher Reeves. Right. He sounds like Christopher Reeves. Uh-huh. You shouldn't pick somebody based on that, because you, you, you basically... it's That movie is a love letter to the Richard Donner films. Uh-huh. Um, probably shouldn't spend $275 million on a love letter I'm just saying yeah, whatever it costs yeah so uh, again I don't hate him I, I think, think it was he... $250 million on the movie and $250 million on the market that, that the sounds movie. right yeah and that was in 2006 it's a lot of money so, for 2006 good gravy yeah so I don't know man I don't think he's bad in it no it's just a weird choice that you would just cast a guy who's exactly like Christopher Reeves who also what an amazing casting choice Mm. There you go. He's been good in other things. Should... Yeah, I agree. I like him. Mm. He's good in Scott Pilgrim. He's good in Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. Not a good movie, but he's good in it. Yep. He's in um, Zack and Miri Make a Porno at the start. Oh, yeah. And he's quite funny. He seems like a funny guy. Yeah. And yeah. I like him. And I feel bad that he's not in more stuff Let's now. put him in a film. <laughs> Once we get our Audible money from that Audible spot. Yeah, when are they going to do that? Who knows? But uh, we'll put him in a movie once Yeah, we get sure. That yeah. I like him. And I follow him on Twitter. I like him. Great. But, you know, not his fault. What does he do on Twitter? Not much. Mostly talks about his new kid. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I do one? Of course can you can. A, a casting choices? Do it. Okay, how about this? Best, just briefly, Nick Cage and Kick-Ass. Yep. As, hip, as, uh, as Big Daddy. Yep. Great one. Great, Great one. stuff. They did, I mean, they tweaked, they tweaked the character from the comic books. A little bit, but... A lot. Quite because a lot. Because in the comic books, he's not... He's just an accountant. He's his, an accountant. Wife, his wife yeah. left him. Yeah. Which he sort of turns into child abuse. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, let's throw my daughter in her harm's way. I like that better, though. Yeah, it is Because he makes yeah. him crazier. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, and that would, that would definitely fit with Nick Cage. Yeah. Crazier. <laughs> um, worst, Nick Cage and Ghost Rider. Which one? The first one. No, not the second one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Only the first one, because the second one, you're like, well, Nick Cage is in this, let's just deal with it. Yeah. But the first one, because at the start of that film, you see, you see a young Johnny Blaze <laughs> making a deal with, with Mephisto to, to sell his soul. Yeah. And that so guy, handsome. handsome, what have you, young, good looking, he would have been a better choice. Yeah. As Ghost Rider in that. And then it cuts, flashes forward to 
Like washed up old yeah. Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Melted candle Johnny Blaze. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the dumbest looking wig yep. you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, a... it's that weird painted on effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh. And it's, it, it looks like, I don't know, I don't even know what that hair is. Like it doesn't suit his face. The hairline's all wrong. Uh-huh. It's just, wow. What were they thinking? Yeah, yeah. And again, that, 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 you know what? Those two films show the versatility of. Yeah. Of Nicolas Cage. Crazy Nicolas Cage. Have we discussed this on the podcast? We may have. If you remember, cut this out, but uh, people write in, don't write in. That his Nicholas Cage's, you know, his 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 choice of roles. Yeah, he's got to be. There's got to be. Is there a method to that madness? I wonder. Like, because he 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 works a lot. He does a lot of films. He does probably because he's got crazy spending habits. Yeah, like he he outbid Leonardo DiCaprio on a dinosaur skull once. I think. Maybe that's made up. I don't know. I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I th- I think his his casting process must be like every three or four months, his agent comes into his house, mm. right, and he's just got a big stack of scripts, and he's like, "Okay, Nicolas Cage, here's put down um, the dinosaur. Skull. Put down the dinosaur skull <laughs> first of all. Here's okay. We got we got an action film. We got a sci-fi film. We got uh like." Like a quirky kind of independent kind of adaptation style film. We got you, you can have a supporting role in like this Oscar bait film, whatever. And the Nicolas Cage just walks over and he grabs the first one off the the, the pile and just goes that one. Whatever that is, I'll do it. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess that's it. But you know what? I think the the only reason I would say there might be some method to his madness uh-huh. is because it's like four or five shit films in a row. Uh-huh. Entertaining nonetheless, yeah. usually. Well, he is, and then an amazing performance. Mm. And then everyone goes, oh, no, he's back. Right. Like, he's not back. Just wait. Wait one film. <laughs> and then it's four or five shit films That's in a row. Right. And he's back. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So I think in that sense, he's smart enough to know, I'm just going to do a bunch of schlock yep. for, a, for, a, for a bit of cash, yep. take a bit of a pay cut. Buy some paleontological <laughs> remains. Yeah. Of some sort. Make the weatherman. Yep, precisely. Then, or that's probably not a good example. The family man. The family man, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, that's what I think his process is. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think he's smarter than people give him credit for. I think he's crazy. Definitely. But, you know. As an Oscar winner, mm. he's certainly made better choices than, say, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh my god, yeah. Has he ever made a good film? Uh, okay, he was in Pearl Harbor. No. He was in camp. Daddy Day Camp. Oh yeah, good point. I retract my entire argument. <laughs> He's not been in a good film since. I just watched Don John with uh, Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt, yeah, yeah. which is a great movie. He's in that. Uh, briefly, he's in a he's in a um, a clip of a made-up film within the movie. Does oh, that right. make sense? Yeah, no, that yeah, yeah. So I guess he's in that. Right. It's like a three-second clip. Fantastic. Dice Clay's in that, right? Andrew Dice Clay. Not that I've seen. In Don John. No, no, you're thinking of uh, who's the boss? Tony Danza. Tony Danza. I'm pretty sure Dice Clay's in that. I think you're thinking of a different movie because he just Dice Clay just did apparently turn in some. Amazing performance. Huh. And I can't remember what it's in. There you go. Yeah. I got one for you. Dice Clay News. Yes? Dice Clay. What do you got? I had another thing that linked from the Nicolas Cage thing. Oh, maybe I'll Is it that he's later. crazy? Is it something to do with him being crazy? Dinosaur skulls. Dinosaur skulls. I've got Chris Evans. Come e- back to it if you... I will. Mm-hmm. I'll come back. Okay. Chris Evans as Captain America. I yep. know we just briefly talked about this. Uh-huh. When he got cast, yep. I wasn't worried for one reason. Even though a lot of people didn't see this movie... He's in Sunshine. Yep, okay. Which is probably my favourite movie of all time. Wow, big call. At, at least top five. Is that five. a Danny Boyle film? It's a Danny Boyle okay. film. I think it's Danny Boyle's strongest film and it tanked, but I think it's amazing. Even though it becomes like a kind of a... I mean, it's a documentary about Sunshine and people <laughs> are really not interested in that. 
Like it's a docudrama about the guy who discovered sunshine. The scientist. It is. Yeah. But it's a, you know, for those who haven't seen it, it's basically about this team who go to the sun to basically restart it because the sun is dying. Mm. And it sounds dumb, but it's got an amazing international cast. It's a really solid sci-fi film. And Chris Evans plays this kind of American... Um, he's not, he's, he's kind of, I can't remember what his particular job is on, on the mission, but he, he's kind of keeps everyone Oh, his job check. is to get the stick and put it in the, like, big, big bit of wood and just sort of swizzle it between his hands and get the spark going. That was that's, his job in the film. Him, yeah. yeah. And everybody else And then is... the stick flies off into space and they're like, no! when they have to retrieve the stick. <laughs> and everybody else in the movie's like, oh, we've got to do what's the right thing, you know, we shouldn't kill anybody or whatever. And Chris Evans is like, no, fuck it. The sun is dying. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. going to die. He's the guy who's like, we got to do this no matter what. And he's incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. And after that, they're like, Chris Evans is Captain America. And I went, yes. Because hmm. he is an amazing actor. Yeah. Um, you know, then that movie proves it. And also Captain America proves it because he plays it earnestly. Yep. He worked out like a mad dog. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it's great. Mm. I mean, maybe not so much towards the end, but he's great. Yeah, definitely. So, there you go. Mm. I, li- I, I like that character. Who would have thought that Captain America would play as well as it did? Because mm. I know they changed the name in the, in, the, in the United Kingdom to the first Avenger because I know in the UK he's a bit of a joke. Huh. And, um, but he, he he's really... not Captain Britain, certainly. <laughs> Do you think they... Now that's a joke. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, sorry. Uh, hang on. I'm trying to think of some iconic British superheroes. The Avengers, but not the Avengers of the Avengers. Not superheroes, doesn't count. Ah. Uh... The Leopard of Lime Street. That's a real one. How do you like that? How do you like that, Paul? I've never heard of him. There you go. What about the V for Vendetta guy? V. Yeah. Not really a superhero. No. Um. There's a lot of super villains. Yeah, there really are. Yeah. I know. I mean, not not with. Not, I don't mean villains with British accents. I mean like British created. Yeah. Oh, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, there we go. Okay. There's a, there's a, okay, best. I don't want to talk about Carl that. Urban. You son of a bitch. Carl Urban, I, I snagged you on yeah. Carl Urban, Judge Dredd. Yeah. Worst one, Sylvester Stallone, God Judge God damn it, Dredd. I had this written down here. I just here. wrote it like two minutes ago. Oh, okay. How do you like that? All right, well, let's, just, let's talk about that. Okay. Carl Urban, what do you think? Good. You know what? It's a testament to someone who can just act with the lower half of their face. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not earth-shaking acting. No. Or by any means. But he realised that the major draw card of Joe Tread is he doesn't take the mask off. Yeah. He doesn't take the helmet off at any point. The ego didn't enter yeah, until yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. they went like, we've got to show his face because everyone wants to see Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah. Who's amazing, by the way. Yeah. Almost Human, I've said this before. Great show. Mm-hmm. Great sci-fi show about AI. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, um, he's really well cast in that movie. And that movie does have a lot of the slow-mo effects. They, yeah. they were really great. And it plays for a good reason. Because a lot of slow-mo is done for no reason. Uh-huh. And that makes a lot of sense, because like it's a drug. Like if you're on, a say, a motorcycle spinning around and you've got four guns in your hands. <laughs> Doves fly into your face. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Great choice. Mm. Um, Sylvester Stallone, on the other hand, what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, you hate him. Yeah. From several minutes ago, you just told me you hated him. Uh, Look, he's good at that particular thing that he does. I kind of like that But he pissed away his career. Because it's so ridiculous. Like... When I first, when I saw the trailer for the the, the most recent Dread, mm. I was against it because that universe sort of looks it's not crazy sci-fi enough. No. And but then having watched it, it does make perfect sense. Like there sh- there shouldn't be hover cars and you know 
etc., etc. Yeah. In this, because there's been a nuclear war, and why do you need hover cars if your factories can already make just pickup trucks? Just keep making pickup trucks. Like, exactly. So you, yeah. It does make perfect sense when you think about it. Yeah. But I do do. I do definitely have a, a soft spot for the insane mm. Mega City one. The it's filled with freaks and flying cars. It and... is a very funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's not good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, like I think um. I remember I heard... It's got Mean Machine in it. Mean Machine. The guy with the dial on his head. It's got an ABC warrior, which was like the, the giant giant robot guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whose he name fights mutants. Recall. Yeah, he fights like mutants. metal thing yeah, 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 stapled yeah. to his head. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. He spends most of the movie without the mask on. I think it's like eight or ten minutes in he takes the mask off. Oh, and Amanda Sante's in that Amanda Sante, who's insane yeah, yeah. in that movie, uh-huh. but in a good way. They're, they're brothers in it or whatever. They're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. What a great movie. Great. Best uh-huh. casting. Yeah, I heard an interview with uh, um, Mark Kermode. You know, he's a British film um, uh-huh. reviewer. He's great. It's probably my favourite film. Mark reviewer. Kermode, did you say? Kermode, yeah. The Toilet? Is that his like is that the his toilet. Yeah, <laughs> great. He's the best. I uh-huh. love him. Great podcast as well. Everyone should listen to it. Kermode, Kermode and Mayo. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, or maybe Kermode, which I think is still the same. Uh-huh. But uh, he basically said he interviewed Stallone once in a car park about Judge Dredd. And they were talking about white. <laughs> were they about to fight? <laughs> is that why... <laughs> He broke a pool cue over his head and he's like, get, gets him out in the, the cup parking lot and then he's like, hey, can I interview him about Judge Dredd you, before you beat me up? You know what annoys me also Before about... you inject some horse track, or horse human growth hormone or whatever and fight me in a car park? You know what also annoys me about Judge... Not Judge Dredd, Stallone. More so than Schwarzenegger. He thinks he's an actual legitimate tough guy. Ah, and that annoys yeah. me. I know he's very muscular. Do you remember and when he got busted for trying to smuggle human <laughs> yes. growth hormone into Australia? He did. So weird. Why would you can't have you can't be without it for two weeks? Come on. I doubt he was even here for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it annoys me when people like that, like Seagal is the same. Yeah, yeah. And probably a little bit Van Damme. But he's that, a lawman. That's it's not true. That's true. Where they think they're legitimate tough guys, right? And it just annoys me because if you put that guy, and I'm not a tough guy. So I'm not, this isn't coming from me going, I could boot him up, because I definitely couldn't. Uh-huh. My point is, 90% of the male population could beat up Stallone. Right. And he's under the impression that that's not the case. Oh, I see, right. <laughs> anyway, in this fight car park... So if you are 90% of the population of, say, America, <laughs> just all go to his house and beat him up. Should I say male population as well? I'd say a lot of that is female population. Probably too, yeah. good as well. Thank you. Just to clear that, clear the air there. Anyway, in the car park, Stallone said, yeah, the problem was, when I came on set and I had the suit on and the mask, the problem with that movie was, um, nobody laughed. Like, none of the cast laughed. So he clearly didn't understand the character. Right. Judge Dredd isn't supposed to be funny. Oh, uh, I mean... Not that, well, not in that way. Not like, what a wacky costume. Yeah, that's true, yeah. He's meant to... I mean, be... I know it's satirical and yeah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is a, he is a... What's weird is he's supposed to be an American character who is a... Who is a... A satire of the fascism of Thatcher's Britain. Which yeah. Which is, you know, an odd, odd place to start from, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I do have a soft spot for that film, but he's not... Nah. Great, Rob Schneider's in it as well. What the, uh, or Roy Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> or Roy Schneider, just fighting sharks all day. Yeah. Sequest DSV. <laughs> I used to love that show. Yeah, and then they went to space. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Look, Mark Hamill was in that briefly as well. We have diverged, so this is just us talking, saying things now. Talking Dolphin in yeah. that as well. Okay. Um, there is, if you haven't seen it, I think it's called Minty. That yeah, doesn't sound... I'm, I haven't seen it, but I know it's a It's around. a Judge yeah. Dredd short film featuring... But you know, minor character Judge Minty yeah. as he goes sort of 
in the in the in the dread universe when you're a judge for what for various reasons you can take the long walk which is you leave the mega city and you go out into the cursed earth and you just spend the short remains of your life just fighting mutants and it's it's a short film about that and it's is it like is it like an honorable thing honorable way to go out or whatever yeah so, yeah kind of yeah Cool. Yeah, so, and it's it's that, it's a short film about that, and it looks really fantastic, and it's quite good, so, it's sort of, it's sort of a midpoint between the original Judge Dredd film and the new one. Okay. Like, it's, like, he's got the sort of, the, the classic Judge outfit on. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, but it's quite, it's, it's more on the, on the new Dredd tips. So, yeah. Well, that movie tanked, unfortunately, as well. It did, so there'd probably be no sequels. Well, there have been like it's it's apparently it's sold pretty well on Blu-ray, and there's been petitions with for online for it to come back, but I don't, I don't think it will. Maybe there'll be a, a Thomas Jane-esque Punisher Dirty Laundry great. five-minute short film. Yes, with Carl Urban in it. That'd be awesome. Can we talk about Punisher? Yeah, great casting. Ray Stevenson as the Punisher. Yep, looks fantastic in in Punisher Warzone. But I don't have much to say about that. No, what? I don't have I don't have a worst there. No, Thomas Jane. He's, he's still good. But do you think Ray Stevenson is Ray, better? Ray Stevenson has the look. Mm. He has the kind of the Punisher Max. No, 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 no. He's got the look. Sorry, we've done that before. Yeah. He's, uh, and, uh, yeah, just that, I don't know, just that tough edge. He looks like an old guy who's been just murdering the mafia for a long time. And yeah. I think that's great, yeah. Yeah, he is good. And he's in, um, he's Volstag. In, in the Thor films, yeah, Thor yeah, films, totally, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got a, I got, I got one on the the flip side of that then. Okay. Now I don't know whether this Vin is... Diesel as the pacifier. <laughs> is that what you're gonna say? That's what I was gonna say. Great. Moving on. Now my next one, I don't know whether this is miscast or I just think this movie is terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit of both. Everything and everyone loves Raymond. <laughs> oh. In League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. No, that's just a terrible film. Hang on, maybe somebody's good in that. Nope. Everybody's bad in that. You're right. <laughs> yep. Like Tom's the guy who played Tom Sawyer, um, Sean Connery. I don't even know if that's miscast, but I think it's more that he doesn't seem to know what is happening. Correct. Last movie he ever did. And I think I've said this before. The only reason he did it is because he turned down the Matrix because he yeah. didn't understand it. He turned down Lord of the Rings because he didn't understand it, and he didn't understand League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But he thought, you know what, I'm not missing out again. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then he retired immediately yeah, after. That makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. I think that might just be that I hate that movie though. Yeah, it's, I think that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> you got one. Ah, uh, let me think. Hmm. Ron Perlman in Hellboy. Ah, I had that right too. Yeah. I also had with Ron Perlman, Doug, Doug Jones as Abe Sapien. Yep. Jeffrey Tambor voice as well. Voice of, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, he's fantastic in that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, voice of Abe Sapien, uh, what's his face? It was Doug Jones in the sequel, yeah, but yeah. in the original it was uh, Frazier's brother. Frazier's brother. <laughs> there we David go. David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Yep, okay, good. We're tying it together again. Yeah. Seinfeld's happening again. <laughs> yep. Great, uh... Great movie cast. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Selma Blair, I guess, as well, you know. That's just yeah, a good it's choice. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Take it or leave it. It's fine. Jessica Alba, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, great great choices. Uh, I, don't really, I mean, Ron Perlman. I'm, you'd think they, they would have picked a Ron Perlman because he's nearly 60 now. I think so, he is 60. Oh, he's 60 now. Yeah. There you go. And uh, Or more, or less. <laughs> or exactly. Age is ain't nothing but a number, man. You know, you're only as old as you feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ron Perlman probably feels pretty old. Well, he says it's really taxing doing those yeah. movies because he's wearing, you know, and he, he probably, he's probably, 50 pound, pounds of prosthetics. And he's always probably listening to one side because one of his hands is giant. <laughs> you know, recently, actually, he put all that makeup on again recently. I think I know where this is going. Ah, uh, yeah. To visit a kid in hospital. Yeah. Which I love. That's pretty I good. I love that stuff. Yeah, you yeah. never see Stallone put on his 
Judge Dredd hat. Never. <laughs> never see him put on his Expendables little beret thing, do you, eh? You might. Yeah. You know Stallone also hates comic book movies, and he's like, they're not real action stars. Bleh. He said that before. Shut up, Stallone. <laughs> yeah. We're really beginning to hate this guy. Maybe it's your influence, I don't know. I think it is. I thought he was a stand-up guy until this point. Yeah. 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 Prick. <laughs> great Demolition Man, though. What a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one on the flip side. Okay, ready? Yeah, are you ready or am I ready? Uh, I'm ready. You go, you go. I'm ready to listen. Okay, good. Um, I, this is this is actually autocorrected on my iPad. It says, go for Grace. Fantastic. <laughs> Obviously, Toe for Grace as Venom. I think he would have made a better Peter Parker. Yeah, a better than Toby Maguire. Correct, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair point. I mean, t- remove evil from the equation. I never can. You I can't. Just, you that's can't, the problem that's with the world. Yeah, you're right. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll pay that. I would have preferred... Because I think they wanted someone who was physically similar to Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, th- I feel Venom needs a bigger guy. Because Eddie Brock in the comics is always, like, bodybuilder style. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. And I know Tobey Grace did say he put on muscle for whatever, whatever. But it doesn't really show. <laughs> no. And you he didn't work out like a mad dog, certainly. <laughs> you know, for Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire had a back injury. And there was a whole money kind of dispute or whatever. Uh-huh. So they basically said to him, you're out. Gyllenhaal, you're in. Oh, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. And then Toby Guy, no, no, I'm back. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal would have been a better Spider-Man. I think you're right, yeah. 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 But hey, mm. we'll never know that. We'll never know, that's true. No. Yeah, so yeah, go for Grace, not a good Venom. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Although he did have the teeth. Oh. Have you got uh, any mores? Ah, oh, who do I have? Let's see who did that one. I mean, you've got your, um, you've got your classic. You got your, obviously your Heath Ledger's, your Patrick's. That is the best cast. Yeah. That is probably. Oh, no, we've said this. So I won't go over it again. But yeah. that is the best casting in a comic book movie ever. I think. Fair point. Best villainous performance ever. I think. And I called that at the time. No, and you did No, I said great choice. Yeah. Because right. he's an amazing actor. You and- say so many things that. <laughs> It doesn't. I wasn't doing videos then. Oh, okay. You I just can't said, prove so it. So there's no proof. Oh, okay, fantastic. <laughs> but he'd just done Brokeback Mountain and he was just... He'd done a kind of bunch of middling films. Mm-hmm. Like, I like A Knight's Tale. That's a good movie and whatever. Uh-huh. He'd done a bunch of kind of stuff like that. Yep. And then he did Brokeback Mountain. I can't remember something else. And then it was kind of like, wow, this guy can really act. Mm. Dark Knight, dead. So, yeah, travesty. That's a shame. But yeah, yeah. amazing choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go. I've got one more. Yep. Uh, it's a bad one. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Garner, Electra. I mean, again, probably because we hate... The, the film is not great. Did we see that at the movies? Must have done. Mm. 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 Uh, mm. I mean, she's... I, I enjoy working many things. Sure. She was great in Alias. That was fun. Uh, Suddenly 30. Yeah, great. Fantastic. That movie with the terrorism. Terrorism? Yeah, terrorism. Oh, the one with Jamie Foxx. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's a good movie. Yeah, but anyway, um, not Greek. I think that's pretty much what it boils down to. Lecture should probably Greek. Yeah. Yeah. Nachios. Nachios, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good point. I got one for good. Okay. Gary Oldman, Commissioner Gordon. Good. Fantastic. Got the moustache. Uh-huh. Got the pistachios. Yes. I don't know what that means. He's got all that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Nuts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great Commissioner Gordon. He, he would fit into any... Batman universe. Like, if you made a more comic booky kind of Batman universe, Commissioner Gordon is always grounded, always a guy, always a gruff kind of moustache. Would you gentleman. watch a film yep. where Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon is doing a press conference 
and J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is in the press pool, right, because all these reporters have called in sick for some reason, and he's really annoyed that he has to go out into the field and interview Gary Oldman, and it's just a, just a back-and-forth fight between the two. How good would that be? I'd watch that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Are you kidding me? And then there's... You know what? That, and it ends with... There's, you know what? There's a series of scuffles. It's two hours long, and there's a series of scuffles throughout the, throughout the film. <laughs> Definitely. I would watch that. Greatest movie ever made. Definitely. That's the, that's the best reason to cross over anything ever. I think so. You know one of the best crossover comics, not relevant, that you gave to me once? The Batman vs. Predator comic. The yeah, first yeah, the one. the first one was really good. Amazing. The next few, awful. Yeah. There's a Superman one which sucks. Yeah. The best, uh, the best intercompany crossover ever, I think. It's, it's DC, uh, it's, uh, sorry, it's Marvel and Archie comics. Okay. The Punisher meets Archie. That's not real. No, it's a real thing. It's an actual real thing. What year? Ah, uh, nine, late, mid to late nineties, I think. What? Okay, basically, happens? basically, the Punisher is searching for a, a villain who, Looks a lot like Archie Andrews, <laughs> and so he so he gets a hot lead, and he ends up in Riverdale, where he has to track down this villain at the Riverdale prom, and it's great because nobody is out of character at any point. Like the Punisher is the Punisher, and Archie is happy-go-lucky Archie in Riverdale, and they team up, sort of, <laughs> and it's the best. That sounds amazing. It is amazing, yeah. Oh, get, that, that. get that on your, on your app I somehow. bloody will. Get that on your comic Get it on your app. Yeah. I was going to say about the Batman thing just quickly. What I love about it, the Predator goes after the Batman because yep. the Batman is the greatest, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. And at the end, Batman just beats him to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's a really good point. That is good old American know-how. Yeah, because yeah. he can because he's an alien, so the yeah, rule yeah. doesn't apply. So he's like, so he can kill him, it's fine. He doesn't kill him, though. Doesn't he, he kill him? He pulps him a lot. And then the then he if you recall, he wins and there's like the and they predator admits defeat. The predator admits defeat and doesn't explode himself. He doesn't because then the the remaining predators come down from space. And they're like, okay, break it up, and they, <laughs> break it up, and boys. They hand the, no, and they hand the predator like a ceremonial sword, and the predator kills himself. Oh, with that's that. right. And then they present Batman with the ceremonial sword, which he puts in the Batcave. Batman should have just killed them all. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> Great crossover. Mm. Alright, I got I got one more for bad. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, Better be real bad. It's so bad. Fantastic. Chris O'Donnell as Robin. And I'll yep. tell you why. Shaved head. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Yep. Um, at the time that movie came out, and I looked this up, guess how old Christopher... I was going to say Christopher Robin. Chris O'Donnell <laughs> was. Uh, I don't know how. 25. Batman adopted a grown man. Yeah, that's very odd, isn't it? Yeah. And I know they probably wanted to get away from the whole, it's weird if Batman adopts a kid. It's weirder if he adopts a 25-year-old it's man. It's very odd, and also they're the same height, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the second. And build. Yeah, yeah, height, yeah. height and build. Chris O'Donnell may even be bigger. Yeah, possibly, Than yeah. Clooney, probably. Yeah, yeah. Clooney's not a good choice there, either. I mean, he's charismatic, but yeah. he's not Bruce Wayne charismatic. No. There's no edge to him at all. No. He's just a genial kind of... But I think in the right movie, Clooney yeah. would be a good Batman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. A good older Batman. What's uh-huh. the one that he came out recently where he's, his wife's in a coma? Can't remember. He's great. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, when I was growing up, I always thought that American children were much bigger than Australian children. <laughs> and that's because all American TV and movies, you had sort of high school age 
characters being played by like 25 year olds. And so I was always terrified. I was terrified that Americans would would come over here and beat us all up. Like they just send their children. <laughs> they send their children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got that at school. You've got that one giant kid yeah, yeah, who yeah. looks like he's 25, but everyone else looks like a goon mm. until they're like 23. Exactly. So, yeah. That's very true, though. Yeah, yeah. They even still do that now. Mm. How old's bloody... How old was Tom Wally when he did Smallville? He must have been... Mid to late twenties, at least, yeah, yeah, mm. weird, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, I got a couple ones here that I've just kind of listed here. Okay, right. Uh, Heath Ledger talked about. Yep. Patrick Stewart, great choice, uh-huh. I think. Yep. It's kind of like the default kind of. Of course, it's Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was just, he's a bald guy. He's a bald guy, sure. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Christopher Reeves. I think it's Christopher great. Reeve. I wasn't going to correct you earlier. I was going to correct you earlier. He's one of my heroes. You're not the first one to make that mistake, though. He's one of my heroes, and I was really sad when he died. Him, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, Greg Kinnear. (laughs) Not good (laughs) Not true, not dead. No, not true. I do like Greg Kinnear, but those three of my heroes, dead. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? The blonde guy. Robert Redford. Still alive. The blonde guy. The blonde guy. Really happy that he's not dead. Yep. Yeah. Great. I got a couple bad ones here as well. Okay, I'm ready. These are kind of default. Uh, Halle Berry as Catwoman. I haven't Slash seen... Slash Storm. Slash Storm. Slash you anything else. Yeah, seen. you don't like her Storm? No. That... I mean, different. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But the Catwoman, um, I didn't say it, but... I, that's probably more a bad movie than her, yeah, exactly, than her yeah. being yeah, yeah. particularly bad. And the other one is, and I can't believe you didn't bring this up, Shaq. As steel. I see. I haven't seen it. I can't pass oh, yeah, it. Maybe it's right. great. Maybe it's great. <laughs> Let's end on that then. Fantastic. On that questionable, never know the answer to. Now, last week there was a comment on my uh, on one of my YouTube videos, uh-huh. which Mr. Sunday Movies. Mr. Sunday Movies. That's right. Which you found super amusing. So I thought maybe we could introduce a new section called the craziest lunatic. <laughs> Fantastic. No, no, just 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 like an amusing or insane comment. Because most for of it. the stuff. But see, I don't want people to just comment. Ah, oh, you're there... right. Yeah, because so much. No, of... You know what, folks? No competition. If we have a look at one, and for the record, I'm not going to look at any comments. <laughs> but if one happens to crop every up, now and then, we might we might bring one in. Yeah. But I can tell if you come out and you say, oh, the "Aliens are implanting thoughts in my brain, lizard men." I like I'll, I'll know. Yeah, I'm good at that. Yeah, I'm good at the internet. <laughs> You're great at the internet. So don't try and trick me. Yeah. and it's kind of a shame that we'd focus on the crazy and the lunatics. Then so many nice comments, so many genuinely insightful things, and I'm just like, this guy's a lunatic. We should probably say it though, because he's a lunatic. Yeah. Okay. So this is from. Uh, should I say his name? Nah. Nah. Right. This is from Green Minded. Two words. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> That's his name. Okay. Uh, or his YouTube name. This is about my video, Is Gal Gadot a Good Choice for Wonder Woman? Which is a clip of us talking about that. Yeah. And the result was, we're indifferent, I think. <laughs> I can't remember what we said, but probably. Okay, here we go. probably going to be great. They should stick to Megan Fox because, B-C-O-S, C-O-Z, should Good I just start. read it as is? Yes, yeah. please. Okay, they should stick to, oh, riddled with, um, gra- no grammar, Fine. by the way. Okay, they should stick to Megan Fox because her body is perfect. Perfect for bikini costume Gal Gadot should drink 60 gallon of horse semen protein mix. <laughs> 60 gallon of horse semen protein mixed with condensed milk and 20 gallon of bodybuilder's semen to gain weight. 
and sex sex exercise. <laughs> and sex is in capitals. Fantastic. Well, why wouldn't it be? Otherwise, we might misunderstand that. That's amazing. That's a lot of semen from various sources. To what end? I don't understand. I don't know. Is don't... he saying that she would... She or would... she. We don't know. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I apologise. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that then they would be worthy of the role. Uh, or they bulk up, I think. With semen. Yeah. With a lot of semen. As Does... all bodybuilders do. Does that work? Just curious, asking for a friend. Is that... Does that work at all? I don't... It's 100% accurate. Anyway, no. congratulations to you, green-minded. You've won our comment of the week or something. Let's not make this a regular thing. It's not going to be a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That'll do it, eh? Fantastic. Uh, Now, next week, we might record this one a little bit earlier and then release it around New Year's because I'm going away. I think, are you going away? Or are you dying? Yeah, I'm dying. So this will be the last one, but it's going to be great. (laughs) So we're going to do a a best and worst movies of the year. Go through all the big blockbusters. We're pretty much, we've done all the comic book movie ones. Are they good? Are they Oscar contenders? Have I seen them at all? (laughs) It's a mystery what will happen next week on yeah. the podcast. The main reason I want to do it is because I want to rant about Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay, good. Yeah. Haven't you done enough, mate? I oh. have. That is easily... I've got... I've put that video up about Star Trek Into Darkness not being good, and i got 150,000 views. It's easily, Oh, I see what this is. You're, cha- you're chasing your achievement. I must be. Yeah, yeah. But, um... It's easily the most, like it's clearly something that people are passionate about. Yeah, yeah. And you know the the director of Star not the director one of the writers from Star Trek Into Darkness he went on a Star Trek forum to defend the film and say and said something like this is why you idiots aren't writing films and I am and he went uh-huh. on this whole tirade about how we're wrong because it made the most money ever and he rejuvenated the franchise huh. and we're idiots. We are idiots though. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, if the general consensus is. Your thing is not very good. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not. <laughs> I liked it. Whatever, man. No, I, I think as a film, mm-hmm. it works. Yep. As a Star Trek film, it is horse semen. Well, how many it'll, gallons? <laughs> 20. Yeah, Bulk wow. you right up. That's a lot of yeah, semen. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why later. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, where can they find us oh, yeah, up until, until this point? Uh, on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Weekly Planet Pod. That, love it. Mine is Mr. Sunday Movies. Mine's on at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Hit us up. Getting a lot of nice comments lately. Thank you very Getting much. Getting a that. lot of downloads. So yeah. Well, uh, folks, have a have a merry holiday season. Whatever you do, whatever non-denominational or non-denominational thing you do, yes, gonna be pretty good. Anyway, uh, fantastic. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening, folks. Um, yeah, have a good holiday season. Um, Take care. Look after yourselves. Hey, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to step out the door for... Hey, wait a second. If if we were in here... Hang on. If we were in here recording the podcast... Like, I, le- I left some milk and cookies on the couch. Ca- if we were in here recording the podcast... Who who who, who had all the milk and... Ho, 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 ho. Oh, my oh, goodness. It's real. Oh. Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. See you next time. Bye. Bye. 
quince.com slash style. 